What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented to you in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on the Ocho. It is Tuesday, September 22nd, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and that you enjoyed what we imagine and what we certainly hope will be the first of many Victory Polo Mondays for the Dallas Cowboys this season. It is Tuesday, which means the Dallas Cowboys are off. They are between week two and week three. Next up on the schedule, they will be on the road against what might be the best team in the NFC. At least they are, for my money's worth, the Seattle Seahawks. It is, without question, the toughest game of the season so far for the Cowboys. Maybe when we look back in the rearview mirror, it will be, uh, again, the, the best opponent that they face throughout it all. Right now, um, I you know submitted my picks for SB Nation, and man, I'm taking the Seahawks. First time I'm picking against the Cowboys this year, and um, I know it's early in the week and you know some things could change but right now it's it's hard to imagine that the Cowboys will be able to find a way to get over the Seattle speed bump but we'll discuss that matchup as the week continues to progress both here on the Ocho and across our many shows here on the Blog and the Boys podcast network make sure you do subscribe to the Blog and the Boys podcast network wherever you get your podcasts we are available on all major podcast platforms leave a rating write a review those things are massively appreciated and while you're at it make sure you subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show where you hear fantastic NFL coverage every single day on all of our different shows. You can hear myself, Pete Sweeney, and Michael Kist every Monday on the appropriately titled Monday Football Monday, where we break down the Sunday's action before. You will hear a blurb from our latest episode, in fact, later on after this episode of the Ocho in your BTB podcast feed. But uh, moving on to the latest headlines, latest news nuggets as far as they concern the Dallas Cowboys. Everybody in the world has an opinion on whether the Dallas Cowboys should have gone for two or not when they did against the Atlanta Falcons. This is something that Tony Casillas and I, two-time Super Bowl champion Tony Casillas, by the way, who you can hear every Tuesday right here on the network on the 750. Later on today, you'll hear Tony and I on the latest episode. We got into this, and uh, if you follow me on Twitter, I'm at Ochoa. I'm on uh, Instagram there as well. I've made my thoughts on this pretty clear. I wrote like 1,300 words on the subject. I think that... Going for two when the Cowboys did was the absolute right decision. Um, I, I think that, you know, getting as much information as you can, as early as you can, is the wisest move. And uh, I, I'm, you know, I, I've talked before, you know, it's it feels like this season is so long already, but um, I've mentioned how I think we all have shared a concern that Mike McCarthy is not this analytically woke you know, coach that he sort of advertised himself to be. I'm not saying that going for two when he went for two is pure, you know, or, or enough of an indication that he is that person, but it at the very least gives me a semblance of hope that he is that person, which is a very cool thing. Um, but speaking of Mike McCarthy, he did meet with the media on Monday afternoon. Um, you know, he's not somebody who likes to give up a lot of information, likes to tell you a lot of things about the team because he wants to maintain every competitive advantage that he can. Uh, but he did say a few things that were certainly very interesting. He obviously has talked uh, several times at this point about the decision to go for two, but the things we're talking about, we know that Tyron Smith did not play against the Atlanta Falcons, and somehow, some way, the Cowboys managed to prevail. Good for them. Uh, but Mike McCarthy was asked about Tyron's status for this week's game against Seattle, and he said, uh, well, he didn't say anything really. <laughs> he said that uh, he was optimistic. Uh, you know, the you know, it's it's so weird how they're optimistic, and it seems like it might be okay, but he might be a game time decision. Basically, this is going to be another week where Tyron Smith is a question mark all the way up until actives and inactives. 
are due on Sunday afternoon, which means if that affects your sleeping pattern, well, you know, sorry about that this week. Uh, we'll see what happens. But on the Seattle Seahawks side of the ball, um, you know, it's worth mentioning, and, and, and we talked about this on Monday Football Monday, just an awful week for the NFL as far as injuries are concerned. I don't think we even have time to go through all of the names, but uh, just, I mean, again, awful, absolutely horrible, the number of injuries sustained by the NFL to prominent players, to all sorts of players. I mean, just really, really, really terrible news. Uh, But the Seattle Seahawks did lose two defenders. Marquise Blair and Bruce Irvin both suffered torn ACLs for Seattle in their win against the New England Patriots on Sunday night football, so the Seahawks will be without them. Um, So we'll see what the Cowboys are able to do with or without Tyron Smith, but we know that the Seahawks will not have them. Obviously, they will make a couple of roster moves to adjust for those as well. But back to the Cowboys and the health department, really. Uh, this whole conversation really has been about health uh, in terms of Dallas and Seattle. While we know that Tyron Smith did not play, there were a lot of people during the Cowboys win over the Falcons kind of wondering about the status of Demarcus Lawrence. What's going on? Why, why isn't he playing that much? You know, there were some legitimate questions about that. And Mike McCarthy did say in his Monday press conference that there's a knee injury there and he said they were kind of monitoring it asked for more specifics big shocker here Mike McCarthy didn't want to give any he said that there would be an injury report on Wednesday after practice um well that's that's just um you know that's kind of the way things go so we'll see what the situation is with Demarcus Lawrence the Cowboys pass rush really has to step up um I think that that is perhaps the area of the team that has been the most underwhelming through two games we were all I think expecting you know different sorts of blitzes and and all sorts of pressures and all sorts of of disruptions and just really general chaos uh, all across the defensive line. And we really aren't getting that so far. Demarcus Lawrence was pretty absent in the Falcons game, and the injury does explain a lot of that. Everson Griffin did get the sack. uh, But other than that, I mean, no real edge rushers to write home about. Although, obviously, Alden Smith played incredibly against the Los Angeles Rams, um, to be totally fair to the point. But um, we were were expecting more. Uh, My final thing for today's... uh, sort of news updates. If you did not hear, this is really cool. Uh, We all obviously have talked about the incredible onside kick that the Cowboys pulled off against the Falcons. That is something that Greg Zerline and John Fossil devised together with Johnny Hecker as members of the Los Angeles Rams last year. Albert Breer wrote about this in the MMQB on Monday. I tweeted out the video if you want to see. They actually tried to pull it off against the Cowboys in week 15 last year. Johnny Hecker did it and was unsuccessful. So very interesting how that kind of stuck with Zerline and Fossil and they were able to execute it for the Cowboys. Uh, what is that, 10 months later? So pretty cool um, yeah, that that worked out. But uh, But yeah, so... That about does it. Remember, Tony Casillas and I will be here later on today in the Blog of the Boys podcast network to break down more from the Falcons game. You'll also hear from myself, Pete Sweeney, and Michael Kist, a bit of our episode from Monday Football Monday. Subscribe to Blog and the Boys, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show as well. Leave a rating, write a review. We really appreciate it. We love you. Check out blogandtheboys.com. Subscribe to the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RG Ochoa, and you can do me a huge favor and have the absolute best Tuesday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. 
But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.